0: Welcome to Speaking the Truth in Agape Love Podcast. We are your hosts, Chad Mitchell and David Finch. Back to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chad. I'm David. And we're glad to be back with you for another study. Uh, we got a good one for you tonight, as always. And uh, we're going to be studying about... Actually, we have a question for you, right, David?
1: Absolutely. That's how, how we're going to start.
0: How many plans does God have of salvation for us? How many plans of salvation are there? Okay, so we're going to get into that. Uh, but first, if you have any uh, questions, send us an email, um, love at gmail.com. Uh, w- we'd love to hear from you. you. You can send a question that way. Uh, you can uh, you can write a comment on Facebook, uh, whatever whatever you need to do to uh, anything you want to ask, you can send us an email, and we'd love to get back to you. Um, and then give us a share, uh, subscribe to the podcast, like, share uh, if you like what you hear. So with that, we'll go ahead and get started.
1: So, how many plans of salvation are there, Dave? Well, you know, there's actually uh, there's three plans that God has for us. But before we even get into His plans for us, we must realize that that it all begins. With God, you yeah. know w- without God's part in this, there is no plan of salvation for us. You know, it it starts with God's love. You know, sure. when you look at at Romans five eight, it says, "But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And you know this has been God's plan, from the beginning, from before the beginning, I should say. Well, sure. You know, he he had a plan, even all the way back to Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam and Eve, when they sinned, God already had a plan for them. Yeah. Genesis 3, uh, let's see, Genesis three twenty one. after Adam and Eve sinned, in verse 21 it says, Also for Adam and his wife the Lord God made tunics of skin... And clothe them. Yeah. You know, and so he already had a way for them to be able to present themselves before him again because they were ashamed of their nakedness. You know, when when they ate the the forbidden fruit, and we don't know what kind of fruit it yeah. is. A lot of people think it's an apple, but yeah it could be, but it may not be.
0: It was the forbidden fruit. It
1: was the forbidden fruit. It doesn't <laughs> matter what kind it was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But you know, but we see that They God clothed them with the tunic of skin. So he had to sacrifice an animal to clothe them with the tunic of skin. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then when you look at Galatians 3.27, when we are baptized into Christ, it says there that we are, let's turn over there, Galatians 3.27, says for as many of you as were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Now the NASB renders it have clothed yourself with Christ. So the the same scenario, I mean you see from the beginning the the foreshadowing, you know, this is we are all like Adam and Eve. We have sinned.
0: Yeah. In that and something? Christ
1: sacrificed himself and through baptism we clothe ourselves with Christ. Yeah. But before we get there you know, we again, this is the beginning of, of God's plan. You know, this is where His love even began. Yeah. It began even before we sinned. And then while we were yet sinners, that's when Christ died for us, Romans mm-hmm. 5.8. That's His love. And then we see God's mercy. That's the second part of His. You know, we see in James 2.13. Let's turn over there. Chad, do you want to read that one? Mm-hmm. And if James, you're listening in, please
0: James please two, turn there with me. James 2.13? Yes. All right. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy.
1: Mercy triumphs over judgment. So without God's mercy for us, we would not be able to be triumphant over his judgment. Yeah. And then we also see that God's grace, without the grace of God, we would have no hope. Turn over to Ephesians Two, verse 8 here it says for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is a gift of God not of works lest anyone should boast so here we see that without the grace of God we would have no hope and then we also see Ephesians 1.7 no. Oh yeah. Ephesians one seven. You're jumping at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. No, that's where we're going next. <clears throat> through the blood of Jesus. Chad, do you want to read that? Ephesians one oh, seven?
0: Sh- sure. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Thank
1: you. And so the him, the one that is being talked about is Christ, of course, mm-hmm. you know. So without the blood or the shedding of Christ's Precious and innocent blood. Hebrews nine, fourteen brings this out. Let me to read it. Yeah,
0: uh, Hebrews nine fourteen. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from from dead works to
1: serve the living God? So we see that we needed the. The spotless lamb of God, you yeah. know his his precious and pure blood is what we needed. And you know, uh, there's a kind of a parallel to um,
0: the Passover. Um, you know, that's right. they 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 couldn't just go out and find the most sickly lamb in the herd mm-hmm. and sacrifice that one. It was the best of the best, and it was without blemish, without spot. It was it that's was, right because uh, when they had sheep that had. Uh, you know, black spots or whatever, they were kind of, they were not looked on as the best. Yeah. The best was the pure color, the pure, you know, clean, Um, and a certain age, the best, the fattest, the nicest one, that's what you sacrificed. That's right.
1: You know, and, and it wasn't like, um, you know, giving the, the one that that was probably not going to make it, you yeah. know? Yeah. It was given the one that, was going to make
0: it yeah it wasn't the one that the wolves ended up getting right it's the best one the one that was the fastest the best that and the point is you know the correlation there is christ yes. is there any better sacrifice that could be made that's right uh than christ pure without sin without blemish you know and that's the that's the parallel there that's what that's right that, that's that's the that's what the, the example is they you know, were
1: they were to give their best throughout yeah. the old Testament, mm-hmm. and the the reason being is because the heavenly Father gave his best yeah and
0: and how difficult is that sometimes you know for us if we were to give the best you know maybe someone needs to borrow the car and you have three cars, one's kind of a junker, but there's this really <laughs> nice one in the garage that never gets out <laughs> that's right you you get to loan that one out yeah, okay the the nicest one. Yeah, you know, you know me. I'm always comparing things. Uh, Yeah. Well, have you? That's what it's like. Is is you would give your best car to loan to someone?
1: Yeah, and and, you would take the junker
0: almost. Yeah, exactly. And and when in fact you would rather loan the junker out. Right. You know that's no big deal. You know, and that's the point. It it's got to mean something to you.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, funny enough, because this actually happened where um, our neighbor across the street. She didn't actually take it, but I offered my van. Which Chad, you know, my van is is uh, mm-hmm. is kind of running running down. And oh ragged sure,
0: she's she's done lots and, of jobs,
1: and and I didn't. Uh, yeah, she's she's traveled cross country several sure, times. Sure, sure, and she um, good looking van still. It is, but you know, it it's got some some tweaks to it. Sure, where sure. If if my neighbor wrecked it, I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and uh. But, yeah, I I offered that rather than my best card. Yeah, you're not going to offer the best card. Yeah. But the point is,
0: God gave his best. That's right. God gave his best, his only begotten son. Yep. Perfect, free of sin. And that was the sacrifice that he gave up. And so it's like us giving up the best of something we have. We're going to be a little picky about who we give that to. Oh, yeah. But God's love, what we're talking
1: about, he's giving that to everybody. Regardless of what you've done, well, and not only that. Going back to he to Romans five eight, it was while we were yet sinners. Mm-hmm. So he didn't wait until we were seeking him and we were trying to purify no. ourselves. No, he did it while we were sinners. Yeah, I mean, clearly look at look at the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. The Jews rejected him, you know, and but yet he still sacrificed his life for us, mm-hmm. you know, and even while they were crucifying him. When he went to the cross, he said, "Forgive them Lord, for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. you know his, that's a kind of love that I cannot fathom yeah you know and that's the kind of love that God has for us. And so you know and, and of course, from his love stems this mercy and his grace and his willingness to sh- to send his only son to be sacrificed. And then lastly, the part of God's plan, you know, his part, even if he gave all of that to us, if it was not for his word, the word of God, we would have no idea how to follow him. You know, we would have no idea how to turn our lives to him. And so the fifth point or the fifth part of God's plan for us is the word of God. You know, as we see in John one one. Chad, if you want to read that one. Okay. Yep. And then I'll go to... Well, I'll just
0: go. Okay, John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God.
1: Yeah. And then when you turn over to John 12, 48, or 47 and 48, Christ is speaking here, and he says, And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world... But to save the world, he who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. Yeah. So the word of God is what's going to judge us. Mm -hmm. And this is why we don't adhere to anything other than the words of Christ.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And so... That's what we're judged by is his word.
1: That's right. You know, and so... But this is all a part of God's plan. When you can see that this is the word of God, when you open the Bible, you can see it. It is the word of God because it never contradicts. Yeah, you know, and God and His work is perfect. And so, man, I love verse forty-eight there. Oh man, yeah, I gotta read it. Go
0: ahead. Uh, He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The words that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. So the words that he has spoken will judge them. But if you don't hear the words or you don't heed to the words um, and you don't receive them, his words will judge you. Yeah. Regardless, you're not getting out of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, to, to tie it back to his, to God's perfection, right? Deuteronomy 32, 4 says he is the rock. His work is perfect for all his ways are justice a God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. So his work is perfect. And same goes for with his His word yeah. that he has given us. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. And in, in 49, it says, for I have not spoken of, the, of John 12, for I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me. That's right. So God, basically, Jesus spoke on the authority that God sent him. Yeah, you know, so this come from God. Sure, Jesus is here, but he's like, but the Father who sent me, he gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. Yeah, you know, how powerful is that? I mean, absolutely. You know, Jesus is just kind of passing on what God told him to speak. And then when you turn over to Hebrews chapter one, I seen you digging in. I see yeah, you going. You seen me? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a. i am I should just you should just call me the trigger. I'm the trigger, <laughs> yeah. and you're the. You're the gun.
1: That's right. (laughs) Uh, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 4. All right. Where does my verse 4 start? Having become so much better than the angels, he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. That's not which which one I'm thinking of. I think it's verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Yeah. And so the, the express image that is talked about there, again in the NASB, it, it renders the exact representation. Yeah. So Christ was the exact representation of the Father. Yeah. So when he came and walked on the earth, it was as if the Father himself was walking on the earth mm-hmm. because he did exactly what the Heavenly Father would have done. Yeah, And so this is, again, pointing back to why we only adhere to the words of Christ because well, mm-hmm. he he knows the perfect way and he, he was the perfect way.
0: I'm reminded of um, even, like, I think it was... Was it Paul or Peter? Imitate me as I... Yeah, Paul. Hey, I- Paul. So imitate me as I imitate Christ. Well, Christ was imitating God. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 11, 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a chain thing. We could say, imitate me. Like, you could imitate Chad as I imitate Christ. Yeah. Or imitate, you know, all the examples we have in his Bible. That's right. We imitate his word. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you know... Now you still got to back it up to the word. The word's the standard, the key. Yeah, you know. And if I get out of that line, you got to let me know. You know. Yeah. But but we do our best to imitate. Um, and you can tell real quick what uh, the, you know, a Christian from a non-Christian. Yeah. Real quick, you know, just by our actions. That's right. You know, we get folks that come and visit us on Sundays, and you know, almost within the first. I don't know. Few sentences that you're talking to a fellow Christian, yeah, or that you're not. You know? That's right. It, it, it's very quick. You can tell. Yeah, and and it's because we're imitating God.
1: Yeah, and that sure. goes right into First Peter four eleven. See,
0: I triggered another. Uh, you one. did. You're <laughs>
1: getting good at this. <laughs> if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles oh, of yeah. God.
0: Yeah, good. You know
1: that's so we imitate Christ. And as we imitate Christ, we only speak the words of God. That's right. You know, so when we are... I get a lot of people um, reaching out to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I need to be very careful, not to add my thing so, yeah, just take them to the Word of God. To the Word of God, yeah. You know, my my nephew reaches out to me quite a bit, in fact, he did right before I came here, Okay. and uh, he asked a question, and I just sent scripture to him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like... That's what God says. Yeah. <laughs> Listen yep. to what God says about that situation there. Well, and I think we can
0: appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it's not like I'm telling you what you should do. You get to decide for yourself based off of God's word. Mm-hmm. And I, w- that's what we ought to do. I mean, just take yeah. people right to the word because it's not, we say this all the time. It's not what you say, what I say. It's what God says. Yeah. And we got to get it out of God's word. You know, he's just telling us this over and over and over yeah. again. You're going to be judged by these words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not by you, not by me. You're judged by these words that are written here. You got to read them and you got. And so when we point people, when they have questions, when we point them to the scriptures, that's exactly what we need to do. Yeah.
1: You know, you know, and, and then if they have a problem with it, well, they're wrestling with God, not that's with you. That's right. It's,
0: it's, you know, it's, it's out of our hands at that point.
1: Yeah. You know I've actually I've studied with someone, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to believe that. I was like, "It doesn't matter what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. This is the truth. You can either accept it or reject it. i but you know, and of We've course, all... I'm not speaking like that harshly to them, but essentially that's that's what's going on. It's like, well, you have to decide to follow Christ. I can't force you, you mm-hmm. know, I can't force you to follow what God says, but this is what God says, yeah. and
0: that's the truth, and you you and I both know people that have learned what God said. And then wished they hadn't have, because they liked living in bliss.
1: Yeah, in ignorance. In
0: ignorance, sorry. Yeah. In ignorance. They liked living in ignorance rather than knowing what God said about certain issues, you know.
1: That's right. But then when you turn over to...
0: I X-17, triggered another one. Yeah,
1: you're getting good at this. Act <laughs> 17... Verse 30, you know, when people want to live in ignorance, that's not an excuse. That's right. Ignorance is not an excuse, you know. What is it, Acts 17? Act 17, starting in verse 30, says, Truly these times of ignorance got overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He mm-hmm. has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Yeah. You know, and the, his resurrection from the dead is the the ultimate proof that he was sent from the Father. You know, while he walked among us, he claimed to be the Son of God. Well, if he was not the Son of God, he would not have raised from the dead. Yeah. You know because he's dead. You know, every everything was out of his control. Yeah. He died and the father raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. Only the father could have raised him from the dead, proving that that was his son. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's that's the hope that we have in Christ. Yeah. Well, it,
0: you know, and and the thing is we've we've talked about this over and over. Um the uh the fact that, oh man, I lost my lost my train of thought. I can't think. It's gonna come back to me. Yeah, but we've talked about it all the time about his words. Yeah, God's word. You always gotta go back to his word. Back to his word. Mm-hmm. And I had a really good point, but I lost it.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I, human. I, I probably did that. Too. <laughs> We're imperfect, so uh, that's why we go to his it'll, word. It'll come back to me if we keep talking. So his so. Now that we have established God's part, mm-hmm. you know, his love, his mercy, his grace, the blood of Jesus, and his word, now that he has established that for us, we have three different plans. Mm-hmm. There's three plans. A lot of people focus in on one plan, you know, and that's that's to the alien sinner or those who have not been baptized into Christ, according to Galatians three twenty-seven, as we talked about, right? Mm-hmm just real quick i gotta
0: i gotta inject yeah did you remember it no no but i I just i just gonna say no that's gone that's gone (laughs) (laughs) but i just got inject. you know when you got up and said how many plans of salvation it's like one you know because we go over all the time yeah
1: i think everyone did say one
0: yeah everyone said one and and when you said there's three i'm like oh great here we go again (laughs) the church of david you know because that's because we don't we don't look at it as a plan of salvation I think. We all know these these facts. Yeah. Okay, these these commands that we've been given. We just don't put them in three categories like you have done. Yeah. And or, you know, and so bear with us here is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. L- listen and and this is good stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's all
0: from God's word. So the first one is the one we always go over and we I think it's probably at the end of every lesson given and every short talk given. Yeah. Um, the 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 first, the alien sinner plan of salvation.
1: Yeah. So those who have not been baptized, you know, it, it's not like you can just wake up and be baptized and that's it. You know, there's, he has the plan. There's, there's steps that you have to follow. You know, and it's almost like continuing from the word of God. As God has established it, mm-hmm. well... The first plan for us is to hear it. Romans ten seventeen. You sure. have to hear the word of God. That's key. That's key. You know, if you haven't heard it, then you can't believe it. You know, believing is the next step. John eight twenty four and John eleven twenty five and twenty six. Uh, yep. Let's turn over to John eight twenty four. <clears throat> you know,
0: just backing up while we're turning over there. Hearing basically is reading, listening. Someone can read it to you, you know. There's a, there's a many ways that you can yeah. hear it, and reading it, but but it's not just going to come to you.
1: Yeah. Notice it, it has says, to be written. It has to be read. Yeah. But notice how it it says here. So, as you guys are sitting at home, you hear the word of God. You know Romans ten seventeen. It says, "For faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God." Yeah, the word of God. Yep. And so, hearing the word of God is the first. Step to the alien sinner, the one who is outside of the Lord. And then his next step is believing it. You know, after you have heard the word of God, believe it. John 8, 24 says, Therefore I said to you, and this is Christ speaking, Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Mm -hmm. So you must believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah. And then... As we see in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. What do we do with that sin? How do we do this? You know, how do we get rid of this sin? Well, that comes into the third step. Repent. Now, the word repent actually means a change of mind, which causes you to turn away from it. And so, repenting of your sins is turning away from that sin. And we see that in Luke 13, 3 and 5. Chad, do you want to read yeah, that? Yeah,
0: I got it. Um, and I, you can
1: actually... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll read, four. read 2 through 5.
0: Okay, perfect. <clears throat> and Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galdeans were worse sinners than all, all other Galdeans? because they suffer such things? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. For those 18 on whom the... Ta- Tower of Salome fell and killed them. Do you think that they were worse sinners than all other men who dealt in, uh, dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you
1: will all likewise perish. So unless you repent, mm-hmm. unless you change your mind about your sinful ways, then the next step is confessing Jesus as the Son of God. Matthew 10:32 and 33. Matthew ten thirty two and 33 says, Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him, I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Yep. So we must confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we cannot cower. You know, as, as we talked about uh, in my lesson, maybe last Sunday or the Sunday before, uh revelation twenty one eight mm-hmm. the cowardly will not inherit oh, yeah. the kingdom of God yeah you know the the cowardly will inherit eternal damnation yeah. you know with fire and brimstone and so confession must be before men you know mm-hmm. we must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord then the next step is to be baptized for the remission of your sins mm-hmm. acts two verse thirty eight you know as Peter stood up and told everyone who was gathered at Jerusalem, told, Peter stood up and told every one of them, you are guilty and you have just sacrificed mm-hmm. the Son of God. And then backing up to 37, Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? So they realize that they have separated themselves from God. What do we do? Mm -hmm. Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So the only way that we have the forgiveness of sin or for the remission of sins is to be baptized into Christ. You know, Acts 2.47, skipping down a little bit more, we see they were praising God and having favor with all the people, and then it says, and the Lord added to the church daily those who are being saved. Yep. That's key for us to understand. It's the Lord that adds you to His church. Mm-hmm. You know, you come in and want to be baptized, I can baptize you, but I'm not adding you. You yeah. know, you, can, you have to follow His plan. You have to hear it, believe it, repent of your sins, confess. yeah. You By know,
0: your heart and your actions, that's right. Um, you're saved, and the Lord adds you to his church.
1: That's right. And so, there we have the first plan that God has for us. Yeah. You know, it, but then once we are baptized, we are told to walk in newness of life with the Lord. That's Romans 6 4. But as we are human, you know, Chad, you just. You lost your train of thought as we were talking here, so you know you failed. (laughs) Yeah, but you're human. That's right. We all fail. Yeah, you know, and so even after we're baptized, we fail. Mm -hmm. You know that that doesn't, you know, baptism washes away our sins, our past sins, not our future sins, our past sins, and so that's key to understand. Yeah, you know, a lot of people think that once you're baptized, you're good. That's not the case. Well, and and sometimes people think that, okay,
0: I'll do all these things, and then I'll just go on my merry way and live the life I have always lived. That's right. You can't do
1: that either. That's right. Because, and, you know, if you sin again, yeah, that sin separates you from God. Mm-hmm. You know, Habakkuk one thirteen tells us that God is of purer eyes than to behold evil. Mm-hmm. God cannot look upon wickedness. And, and I would sin say, is
0: wickedness. I would say when you sin again, not if you sin again. Right. Because yeah. that's gonna happen, it, it, like we said, we're human. I love the example of Peter. Yeah, when 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 he said he would not deny Christ, that very night he denied him, and that very night he denied him. And, not and,
1: once, not twice, but three times.
0: Yeah, and and actually cursed. Yeah, his. You know, I do not know this man, and so if Peter can do it, we can do it. That's right. As strong as we are, we're gonna fail sometimes, and um, and so we gotta. You know, there's there's things we have to do, and that's what we're going to talk about. Because God's plan of salvation, uh, God has a plan for the fallen away. That's and right. That's what we're. That's the second plan. And of y- salvation.
1: Just like Peter, like you were talking about, you know, Galatians two, we see even later, Peter sinned again. Now we don't need to get into it, but you know, he was showing partiality, where when the he was sitting down with the Jew, the Gentiles, and then when the Jews came by. He stood up and kind of separated himself from the Gentiles. Well, he was showing partiality. God shows no partiality, Mm -hmm. you know. And so that was a sin again. And so he had to turn away from that sin again, you know. And so I'm not saying that it's it's a good thing or it's okay to sin. It's not okay. But when you do. God loves you, well, and His and, His mercy and grace allows you back into Him. He has a way for you to come back to Him.
0: Yeah, and it's not like we're going around, walking around town with a get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. That's not the case. You can't just, oh, well, use my card, you know. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I can just ask for forgiveness, you know, because sometimes we might develop that attitude. You can't yeah. just go, be like, well, I'll go ahead and sin tonight, and then tomorrow God will forgive me, you know, and, and it'll be fine. Yeah, No, this is an... It, the, uh, we should not have that attitude because we're gonna we're gonna sin and not realize it That's until right. afterwards. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes we have impulses where we do stuff. You know, maybe we lose our temper or, you know, run someone off the road on purpose. You know, <laughs> because they're because they cut us off first. Because they're from Utah and they can't drive. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding never done that i didn't say that yeah (laughs) no but uh you get my point it's not a deliberate sin we can't just go out and deliberately sin going oh well it's okay uh you know god's got a plan for this you know it's not okay and we should never go into it with that attitude at all no and you shouldn't you shouldn't um you look
1: at peter he he's he swore that he was not gonna do it and then he went and did it yeah and understand that peter was very sincere when he said it oh yeah he was very sincere it's just when you're faced with it, your fight-or-flight mode yeah. kind of kicks in, and he you don't realize what you're going to do until you're faced with it. You well, know, until and, you're faced.
0: And really, when you think about that situation when he denied Christ, all the apostles, they were blindsided by Christ getting um, arrested. Oh, yeah. Totally blindsided. That's right. Because they're like, what? And they didn't know what to do. So now they're in a, a situation that they don't know what to do. They're, they're dumbfounded that he's been arrested because he's been performing all these miracles in front of them, and he's of God, from God, and he's getting arrested?
1: Yeah. Well, what would you think, you know? Yeah.
0: You're like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, and
0: Christ... So we're going to be put into those situations ourselves sometimes. where 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 uh, several things happen. It's kind of like getting punched in the nose. Satan's going to attack us, and we're not going to recognize That's it. That's right. And all late. of a sudden... Everything changes. Yeah, you know, you're just like, what? What just happened? Uh, just like getting punched in the nose, it stings you. You're just like, oh, well, and you can't think, you can't do anything. Yeah, you know, and you do something stupid.
1: The the main point, just like Peter when he when he fell. Yeah, he turned back to God. He repented of it and turned back to God. Yeah, and then a couple hours later, you're thinking back on it, going, oh
0: no. Yeah, you know now you can see clearly because it's already happened. Hindsight's
1: twenty twenty. Yeah, well Peter wept bitterly. Sure, you know, and so that we see, you know, him weeping is that repentance. So we see it, you know, and so what what we're told to do. Yeah, Chad, let's turn over to Acts Acts eight.
0: We're kind of just kind of going around circles here. Sorry for that, but Acts eight to this is God's plan for the fallen away. So you read that, then I'll turn over to the next Okay, Acts 8.22 says, Repent therefore therefore of this, your wickedness, and pray God. Hang on, I can't see this. Uh, Verse 20. 22 through 24, I believe. Okay, 22 through 24. Repent therefore of this, your wickedness, and pray God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me, that none of these things which you have spoken may come upon me. So when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel
1: in many villages of the Samaritans. And so this is where... Simon the sorcerer. Simon the sorcerer. You know, if you back up to verse 12, we see that he was... Um Philip was preaching, and many were baptized, and then 13, it, it talks about uh, Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. So this is Simon the sorcerer who believed in Christ and he was baptized. Then when you skip down, you see that he, he sought the gifts. Yeah that the apostles had and the, he actually tried to buy it yeah you know try to buy these gifts yeah what
0: can i do and and that's that's our first instinct is yeah. hey can i buy him? can i pay for this you know i'd love to have this power yeah that's that'd be a first instinct of somebody
1: but his heart was not right you yeah. know it, it would have corrupted him rather than brought him closer to the lord so he was not worthy of such gifts and so you know, it would have been a stumbling block to him.
0: Yeah, because of his past as a magician, this is yeah. way better than what he'd been doing. <laughs> yeah, you I know? can do the
1: real thing. Rather like, than man, I can making it. a fortune
0: with this power, you know.
1: Yeah, and so he was told to repent and pray. Yeah. So change your mind about these wicked thoughts that you have, and pray. Mm-hmm. You know, pray to the Lord for forgiveness. And, and then, and it, he was re- remorseful. He was. He asked them to pray for him. That's right. You know, he, he was remorseful. Mm-hmm. And notice, you know, because he did this uh, more publicly, he asked them to pray for him. And now another step that we see is First John 1, 9. You know, so there he was told to repent and pray. Notice, he was already baptized, so he didn't have to be baptized again. Yeah. He's already in Christ. So he was told to repent and pray. And then in First John... Now John is is writing to the brethren. One nine. Yeah,
0: I got it. If you or you, well, I got it too. Okay, go for it.
1: It says so. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, and so he is speaking to those who have already been baptized. Again, you know, if they've sinned, then you need to confess your sins before your brother. Yeah, and so especially because what you end up doing you know going back to the the situation in 1 Corinthians 5 you know he was he was sleeping with his father's wife
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: that's a sin that everyone knows and he was doing it publicly
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the congregation was doing nothing about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: what he needed to do was confess that he he was guilty because he's also bringing reproach upon the church you know so when you sin publicly you're bringing reproach upon the church so you need to confess and 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 uh, turn away from it. So, for the one who has been baptized but then fallen away, you need to repent, pray, and confess. Yep. And that's what you're commanded to do. Now, his third plan of salvation is for the Christian. You know, again, once you're baptized, that's not the end of it. That's the beginning. And so, you need to abide in Christ. John, let's turn over there, John 15. John fifteen five and 6, he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire. And they are burned. So here you must abide in Christ. You know, and we see in Acts eleven twenty six 26 that they join together with fellowship and, and gathering. You know, we do that to remain strong in the Lord, you know, to, to keep ourselves in check. And then, you know, 2 Timothy 2:15, 2, we need to study his word to show yourself approved. Yeah. A workman needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, just backing up a little bit here with the fellowship
0: and gather. Yeah. That is so important. It is. Um, even if it's just worship, you know, yeah. together, um, you know, just being around other Christians and worshiping, singing songs of praise, um, offering prayers, uh, studying God's word. It's so encouraging for us. It is. And it, it's faith-building, and it's a strengthening, and, w- you know, you're with fellow Christians where you're on the same page, you know, you can lift each other up, you yeah. know, um, we don't do that um, enough. Yeah. It, it's hard. We get busy, and, you know, it's 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 a it's a fast-paced world we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, we work 40-plus hours a week, you know, at our jobs just to you know, provide, and, and things get in the way, you know. But the more of that we can do, the better.
1: Yeah. You know, and...
0: And, 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 and I love... We need
1: one another to encourage one another. Yeah, to keep someone faithful.
0: Yeah. That's key there. Yeah. And and you can... You know, I don't know, like, sometimes in the middle of the week on Wednesdays, uh, you're like, oh, man, I just want to go home and relax, you know. Yeah. I don't have time for Bible study, you know. I just... I would love to just go hit the hit the sack, you know. Yeah. And so we kind of drag ourselves to to Bible study. That's sad to say, but that happens to me. Yeah. You get here and a brother's all lit up and shakes your hand and you're like, okay, you, you know? leave so encouraged. Yeah, and 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 you you you, you visit you with uh, a fellow Christians and you and you you worship and you sing songs and you, and you and you study from God's word. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anyone can't be rejuvenated and re-energized to leave after that.
1: That's right. you know. And, I,
0: and it always happens to me in the middle of the week. You yeah.
1: Know? Well, because
0: you, you've Satan's had a busy attacking day. you while you're well, out Well, yeah, there. and
1: you've had a busy day. You yeah. Know, and, and, you know, he. But you you go and perhaps you don't want to, you mm-hmm. know, and I've been there. Sure. You know, we're, you're just like, oh, I'm tired. I just yeah. I want to go home and relax. And then, but then you leave there and you're so encouraged, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the way the Lord works, and that's why we need to gather, you Mm -hmm. know? Hebrews 10.25 talks about that, you know, don't forsake the assembling. Mm -hmm. Well, once you practice it, you recognize the need for that command, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know? It's almost like God knew we're going to need it, and that's why he says don't forsake it, you know? And so, funny that, God knows what he's doing, right? Well, yeah, and and, you know... (laughs) You know, humans are kind of herd. We're herd.
0: So most of us are, we don't like being alone. You know, we don't like being apart. We're we're sheep. Yeah, we're sheep. We're we're a herd animal. And, you know, we have horses. And you get a horse out away from his buddies, he's not happy. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) He wants to get back to that safety, that comfort that he has with, with more eyes looking for danger. Yeah. You know, he wants to be with those fellas even though he just but bit the one on the rump, you know, that, you because know, he got in his way, <laughs> yeah. he's still going to want to hang out with that his pal, you know, um, rather than be alone. And so, you know, that's a huge thing. And, and that's why we're taught, you know, with widows to go visit them. Yeah. You know, people that are by themselves, people that are alone. It's important to try to include them as much as you can. And I'm going to tell you, I, I'm not great at this. You no. know, I get, especially in the winters here, you know, we kind of get closed in, we're yeah. at home. And I don't want to go outside, it's cold. It's cold, <laughs> yeah, and and so, you know, we got to work at this, and I think we can all improve. I think anyone listening can understand, you know, we got to put more work into being with our fellow Christians and doing more with, with them.
1: That's right, you know, and we're better together. You know, Ecclesiastes 4.9, and... through says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Yeah. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Yeah. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Mm. You know, The more you have, the better off you are. Mm -hmm. But at least have one more, you know, where you need one another. Mm -hmm. Like, Chad, me and you have grown so much closer together Mm -hmm. just from this podcast. Sure. You know, and it's coming up on like a year and a half before we even started this podcast. Mm Like we were talking about it before I even started working here. Yeah, we were. We, <laughs> but it took forever to get this going. Oh but boy,
0: it's been tough, you know. Um, but
1: you know, and it wasn't like my relationship was bad with you before. No. But it just grown so much closer because we're spending more time outside of church. Just yeah, me and you, and you just know? studying God's word. And
0: I leave uh, the podcast energized just talking about this, you know. So, oh yeah, folks, I'm getting more out of it than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, we're we're just recording this, but we're actually having a study and we're, you know, we're, we're doing what Christians ought to do is get together and study from his word, you know. That's right. And that is so important and to be together and encourage one another, you know, it's huge. And, and, um, and so, you know, that's why he tells us here. That's That's right. Why he tells us to do it. And I just wanted to focus on that because that is very important in this, you know, they're all important, but that one right there is what we ought to be doing and ought to be finding ways to do it more.
1: Yeah. And and, and
0: hanging course,
1: out with with encouraging people or yeah. with um with brethren rather than just your friends that'll lead you astray. Yeah. You know, going back to Moses, we've talked about this. The whole crowd within 40 days turned their back to God. Yeah. And worst worshiped something that they created. Yeah. A golden calf. Mm -hmm. Called it their God. I'm like, well that's what bad company corrupts good habits. Oh sure. You know, as it talks about sure. You see that right there, where you need the the good company, Mm -hmm. you know, the ones that that want you to get close to the Lord as much as they want themselves to get close to the Lord. Yeah. And when you're with that kind of company, you need more and more of that. Oh, sure. And you know we can
0: see just even in the last 20 years of our culture you know here in america it actually has turned away from god oh yeah tremendously like a ton from what what it was when i was a kid yeah and
1: we thought it was bad then well you know what's <laughs> funny is like i'll watch some westerns with my dad mm-hmm. or old time movies and all that they talk about god a lot more sure you have a movie today and well, they remember, don't ever mention God. You know? I remember
0: old westerns. You know, someone would die and they bury him, and they'd sing "Amazing Grace." Yeah, you know. And, yeah. Then, and I was like, "Hey, we sing that one in our
1: yeah <laughs> in our worship." Hey, I know that song. <laughs> I know that song.
0: But uh, you go and just watch public television in the evenings or afternoons. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, it's it's unreal. I mean, just like a a, a coworker I have was talking about a cartoon that they were listening to uh, with his little girl. And uh, there's woke stuff in there. I'll just say that. In the cartoon. Trying to shove it down these kids' throats. Oh, yeah. And it's not of God. Okay? Right. It's not. They did not get that information from the Bible. In fact, it's in the Bible as, don't do this. Yeah. Okay?
1: (laughs) It actually says, don't do this. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so, when you see that Kind of culture. It's more important than ever before for us to hang out together as Christians. Yeah, you know, and encourage each other because we're facing some real things that could sway us. Yeah, you know, and and, and cause us to sin or, or or cause us to fall away. Yeah, at, uh, with our culture, and so, uh, and and it we you know, and it's it's not, uh, it's worse in other places besides America. You know, but still, you know, we gotta be on guard. And 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 what better way than to uh, lift up fellow Christians so that we are better able to face those things. That's you right. Know?
1: You know, and when you go and study out, them,
0: that's the next thing. It, you know, study those things. Yeah. So that you're sharp on them when when those issues come up when you're talking to people in the world, you know what to say. Yeah. And you only learn those things by studying just what we're doing here. You know that's right.
1: Well, and when you look at that context, X, or Second uh, Timothy two. Okay.
0: Yeah, 15, turn over there. Second Timothy two fifteen.
1: But notice at the end of that passage. So Second Timothy two fifteen. Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed. This part right here, rightly dividing the word of truth. The only way that you can rightly divide it is if you're diligent in it or if you study it. Another word for diligent is study, to show yourself approved. The only way you can rightly divide it is if you study it. Now, that's so much more than just reading. Reading is great. Don't get me wrong. Reading is great. But sitting down and meditating upon the word. Mm -hmm. You know, taking... Taking a verse and be like, well, what does it mean when he says this? You know? How do we apply this? And and of course keeping it into context is another big a big um, key that we need to do because mm-hmm. so many people twist the word. You know, uh Second Peter now I'm going I'm flying off the whim here. Second Peter three. That's all right.
0: That's it's how we roll. It's not my first time, right? That's how we roll. <laughs>
1: uh 2 Peter 3. Let's start in verse 15. Okay. It says, And consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of things in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also the rest of the Scripture. Mm -hmm. People, the way you can twist the Scripture is to take it out of context. So, you know, good example of this, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. They'll read that verse, shut their Bibles and say, Okay, all I have to do is believe. Well, they have just... Twisted it to their own destruction because that's not. You have to take the Bible as a whole, not just bits and pieces of it. You have to take it as a whole. Yeah. And so, so many people twist it to their own destruction because they don't want to keep things into context and they don't want to take it as a whole. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and that and the and that actually leads us into the yeah. I was the very say next Matthew point, twenty-eight, right? Verse twenty of Matthew twenty-eight. You know, this is the Great Commission, as he's given to his apostles, and he, Christ speaking here, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Mm-hmm. So we are commanded to observe all things that Christ has commanded us. You know, and so that's crucial. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's again taking the bible as a whole you can't just pick and choose what you want to believe you have to either believe the whole thing or you're trying to find your own way
0: well and i love i love the whole like starting in verse 18 there of the great commission because it says jesus came and spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth that's right so god gave them the authority go therefore and make disciples because we got to do that too Yep. Of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and then teaching them to observe all things. Just, we all have that commandment. Yeah. You know, and I love, like, observe all that he commands us. Everything. Yeah. You can't leave it out and you can't add two. That's right. You know, it's 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 his, his words, the ones that we're going to be judged by like we started. Yeah. Those are the ones we're going to be judged by is by his words.
1: That's right. You know, in Romans 10... One through four really ties all of that together, you know, showing that there's, you have to adhere to all of it, right? He says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes, so you can't you can't go rogue you know if you go rogue you become self- righteous mm-hmm. and then hosea four six and again we're we're going off the cuff here but hosea hosea four six God himself says. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. So in that context, God is telling us that his children will be destroyed for the lack of knowledge. This actually also goes back to the fallen away. So he's he's speaking about those that have perhaps even call on the name of Christ. But they have fallen away and because they don't want to continue to grow in the knowledge. They mm-hmm. don't study to show themselves approved. Mm-hmm. So they can't rightly divide the word of truth. And so they are destroyed because of their lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has the Bible in front of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone can go to Walmart and pick up a Bible. You know, come to my house. I have lots of extras, you know. Bible is very readily available to everyone. No one has an excuse, you know. And of course, that goes back to Acts seventeen thirty. The days of ignorance are done away with. Mm. You know, everyone is called to repent. Well, and
0: I think a great example of that is, you know, in my line of work, we we um, put a lot of effort into safety. But yeah. Why? Because there's been people destroyed for lack of knowledge.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Very good point.
0: You know, because, um, you know, whether it's electrical or dealing with um, hazardous materials like ammonia, you know, ammonia, a teaspoon of ammonia of ammonia will kill you, liquid ammonia, in the room. Oh, wow. Because it puts off so many vapors that will burn your lungs. Okay. Hmm. And so if you don't know anything about that, you're going to be destroyed. Okay. So there's hours and hours and hours of training on how to handle that, okay? Yeah. And and how to not be destroyed for a lack of knowledge. You know, and I mean, you could, even a grinder, you could give a grinder to a new guy. He's going to go out there and probably cut his finger off, okay, without the proper training. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> I can probably do that. <laughs> well, especially if it's a cutoff wheel. It seems like there's there's techniques and there's things you have to do just right. Otherwise, it's going to catch And eat you up. It's going to eat your lunch. Yeah. And so they're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. you got to teach those kids, teach them how to to do it properly. Then they're good. Once they learn how to do it, they're good. Yeah. Well, it's the same as Christians. We can be destroyed for a lack of knowledge because we didn't pick up his word and read from it and learn. That's right. You know, it's the same as dealing with safety at work. You know, sometimes we laugh about it or we complain about safety yeah, uh, we got four minutes left. Actually, okay. three minutes left. <laughs> three minutes, okay. We didn't think this was going to take the whole uh, podcast, but uh, apparently...
1: Yeah, we're know, not going to have time to get to our there's, our...
0: there's plenty to talk about. The
1: rest of what we're going to say.
0: So that's why I'm telling this story. But but that's that's my point. That's my example. Um, We can be destroyed, and I think we can all understand that. You know, say you put someone in a car and don't tell them how to drive it. You're just like, go drive over there. They're probably gonna be destroyed for lack of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> or hurt very badly. You know what I mean?
1: Well, you have you have a daughter right now who's learning how to drive. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Boy, if you just let her off on her own, I'm sure she could
0: Yeah. Very her-
1: easily get in a wreck and die. You know, and and right now she's getting there. But
0: we're on like month six, I think. Yeah. Of her practicing driving and we're riding with her and She's gone through the courses. She's actually gone through all the driving instructing from another instructor. Yeah. But there's still a lot for her to learn. That's right. You know, and um, and so, yeah, it takes some time. And, and it's the same as Christians. It takes time for us to learn all these. That's right. You know,
1: and... Uh, That's why... And God understands that. That's sure. why he has, you know, he has the plan for the alien sinner who's never come to Christ, but he also has a plan for those... Who uh, came to the Lord but have fallen away, mm-hmm. you know? And then he also has a plan for us to stay faithful to him. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, fellowshipping together and yeah. abiding in him, studying his word. These are ways for us to remain faithful to him.
0: Yeah. So recapping here, you know, we there's three plans, but you have to do them all. Yeah. Okay? So you've got... Well, um, you don't...
1: You don't have to fall away, but you will. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You
0: don't have to. Yeah, so the the three plans here that we've been talking about this whole time is um, God has a plan to save the alien sinner. We've talked about the alien sinner plan. Then God has a plan for the fallen away. When you fall away, there's a plan, and he's got you, you know, Um, and then God has a plan the third one, God has a plan to keep someone faithful, to keep you faithful. And we don't think about those things. I don't think about these two as being a, a, a two and three. You yeah. know. But it's so important because when you do fall away, you know, God's got a plan. He's like, I got you, I'm gonna help you. This That's is what you right. gotta do. And then um there is a plan to stay faithful. We we can't just go about our merry way, uh you know, go through the alien sinner plan, do all those things. And then just go about our lives and not think twice about what you just did. You know, that's not how it works. So you have to live faithful. You have uh, to stay faithful, keep faithful. And he's given those examples of of how we can do that.
1: Yeah, you know, and 2 Timothy 2.13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's the part where those, you know, those fallen away... Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, you slip up and, oh, now you're screwed. Mm -hmm. You know, because then, Mm -hmm. again, why would we need Christ? Yeah. You know, that's why we need Christ, because Mm -hmm. we're human and and we fall short. Yeah. And so, as we are trying to walk towards Christ, always in our life, along the way we may slip up and we may um, be faithless. You know, like Peter Mm-hmm. He denied Christ three times. Mm-hmm. But Christ was was there for him. You know, and in fact after he arose, Christ went to Peter and said, Do you love me? Mm-hmm. Peter's like, Yes, I love you. Mm-hmm. Tend to my sheep. Yeah. You know, and and so Christ didn't give up on him because he denied him. Yeah. And again, we're not saying, you know, let's all just go out and, and deny Christ, but Mm-mm. when we are weak in the flesh. God loves us, and His mercy and grace endures. You know, that's what we're saying. Yep. So His plan, He has a plan for for us throughout our life. Before we come to Christ, when we fall away, when we fall short, and then He has a plan for us to remain faithful to Him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't tell you how blessed I am to be a preacher, because I... constantly in his word and i'm constantly just Mm -hmm. you know seeking his way for me Mm -hmm. but it's also hard because i i constantly question myself Mm -hmm. you know because i of course i don't want to do it wrong right absolutely and so (laughs) i thank god for his love for me and his Mm -hmm. his mercy towards me yeah so okay that's about it
0: that's it man that's great uh we've we appreciate you being with us here if you have any comments you know again send them to us emails in the link uh, so we appreciate you being with us and we'll look forward to a study with you next week thank you guys thanks everyone